This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Lena. How are you? As promised last week, let's talk about the calendar, about the events that come up every year. And today, specifically, let's talk about the start of the school year, because this is the time of the year. And I know for some of you in Northern America, school has already started. My boys start tomorrow. And for some of you, the school will start sometime in September. It is this time of year, and it's never easy. You might have other children yourself, like I do, and you might not. But in any event, school year starting is unavoidable. Internet is flooded with pictures of kids ready for school with new fresh haircuts. Moms talking about getting ready for school and about how the kids have outgrown their older clothes and shoes during the summer. And it triggers us parents who have lost our children. It triggers us because we miss our children. We We see our other children growing up, changing and moving forward, and our kids are not. Their lives were cut short and growth and development stopped. They are frozen in time. When I lost my son, he was seven, and now he would have been 15, a young adult. But for me, he'll always remain seven-year-old, despite seeing his peers and friends all grown up. So there are and there will be, there always will be all these calendar events and life events that will trigger us and that will make us a bit more sad and will make us miss our children even even more than usually. And and here it's here it's uh, interesting uh, because from one side as a coach I've been taught that our thoughts create our feelings, right? And I've been telling that to you. And I still believe and stand by this concept because it's been life-changing and it has helped me to create my new life after the loss and, and to become better mom and wife and human. But at the same time, working with moms after childless, being mom that has lost a child has helped me to realize that there is more to it. Because having had the experience of trauma, of child loss, will never be able to view some things as neutral facts. There will be things like start of the new school year, graduations, weddings, etc., that will trigger us no matter what, no matter how much thought work we've done, no matter how much time has passed after the loss. And And more importantly, would you even want to ever see these events happening and feel nothing? I know I wouldn't, because that would make me a zombie instead of a live, breathing, feeling human being that I am. So this is the crucial first step, to acknowledge that we do have feelings around certain calendar events and that they do trigger all kinds of emotional response in us. When when I just lost my son, uh, even a couple years later, Seeing my son's classmates would totally trigger a total breakdown for me. Um, these days, I, I don't fall apart. 
but the response is still there. It just shows up in a different way, like um, this constant low-level um, response that doesn't seem like much right away, but it makes me a bit more cranky. It makes me feel feel a bit low, angry, annoyed, not willing to take care of myself. I, I start staying up late. It also triggers some cravings for unhealthy foods, drinks, and step-by-step, uh, I just realized that I'm turning into this person that I don't even recognize anymore. And, and no wonder I start wondering what's wrong because on the surface, everything seems fine. Nothing major has happened. But it is this low level trauma response that is not dealt with. Because in the beginning, when you get triggered by all these events, uh, you would just fall apart. You would cry and scream and um, you would get the emotion out of your body. But when your grief is not so raw anymore, you don't even notice right away when you are triggered and you kind of never process the trauma. You never allow the emotions because it seems you are fine. Nothing is wrong. I'm handling it. But you are still triggered. The response is still happening and therefore it's important to recognize it and, now, and allow it to be there. However long ago you lost your child, you will never be neutral seeing other kids moving forward. And this brings me to the second point I want to make. So often parents ask me, and it's also a very common topic to talk about between parents, uh, that chat in all the grief groups and that and similar. They say, I should be happy about other kids being well, moving forward, starting school, graduating, etc. Right? And I'm not. What's wrong with me? I'm such a bad person. I I I should be I should be more loving. I should be more accepting. And here is something I want you to hear. You are not a bad person. You just miss your child, period. Seeing other kids sometimes make you emotional and make you miss your child even more. Is there something wrong with you for not being happy for other children, for other parents? No, absolutely not. Whatever you are feeling right now, it's totally normal. Let's stop shooting us once and for all. Because shooting create such an amount of unnecessary suffering and pressure on top of your pain. Let's just stop it now. If we could create something good in our lives with shooting ourselves, I would be a should coach because I used to be so much at shooting myself all the time. But shooting doesn't create anything good. Shooting only creates guilt, resentment, anger because of who you are not and because of who you are thinking and feeling you should be. And if you don't agree with me, let's talk. I'm all in for it. I would love to go into more detail with you to teach you and show you how shooting really doesn't help you and what does help you to get better. So what do you do when you notice that you are not happy seeing other kids being well and all grown up? It does sound so terrible when you say it out loud, but I know for a fact that each and every parent has felt this at some point in their grief journey. So what do you do instead of shooting you? I should be happy for them. I shouldn't be so bitter. 
I shouldn't, I should feel happy for them. There are four things you can do. First, you normalize your feeling. What would you say to your best friend if she would open up to you and say that she feels like that? You would sit with her, you would hold her hand, and you would say to her that everything is fine, that you are fine, nothing is wrong with you. You just lost your child. It's okay. It's okay to feel like that. Second, you explore what this thinking does for you. How is it helping you? Because every unconscious automatic thought we have is is trying to help us in some way. It fits with our worldview, even if it does seem um, weird at first sight, even if it sometimes seems screwed up, brain always tries to help you to create the world for you that makes sense. So if all you want is to miss your child less, then it's not surprising that by pushing your kids' peers and friends away makes sense. And you can try this exercise with all kinds of thoughts. If you'll investigate them, you'll find, you'll see that every, each and every thought makes sense in your world. Third thing, you explore how this thinking also works against you. Because each and every negative thought and emotion creates negative result in you and not so much for someone else, for you. And we get the choice to see how it works against us and decide whether we want to keep on having it or not. And we might easily choose to keep some of our negative thoughts because we might want the result or we don't care enough to change them or we don't perceive them as negative enough. And that is also absolutely okay. It's just important to see it for what it is and be aware. And the last thing you do is decide what would be my next best thought or action. And sometimes you might want to run away, to not to see things you don't want to see. And sometimes you can choose to stay and feel the pain of your loss and also find an opportunity to watch other kids move through their lives with love and compassion towards yourself. And it's quite amazing um, how when you don't push yourself to be someone you are not capable of being, you actually create so much space to be more open and loving also towards others while holding your own pain. That's all for this week. Please use these four things if you are having a hard time uh, around this time with the school year starting. They are very, very helpful in getting through this time in a way that is supportive of you wherever you are on your grief journey right now. Have a good week. Until next week. Bye. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok, at life after a childless, or you can visit my website, coachlienen.com, that's coach, L-I-E-N-E.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.